you never rely on one thing. Amen. All right. Enough said about all of that. But let us go before the throne of grace in an opening prayer. They're going to bring Sister Stephanie back to do what she's going to do. And then we're going to go into the scripture and closing prayer and let you go. Again, I thank all of you who are listening tonight on the live audio and those of you who are going to listen to the um, archives. All right. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. And we glorify your name, Father, because you are so worthy to be praised. Lord, a lot of things we don't understand when they happen, but we do understand one thing, that you have things in full control. You are in full control of everything. And you told those who invited you into their lives not to worry, because you said you would never leave nor forsake us, that you would encamp angels around us to bear us up in all our ways to bear us up in their hands so that we won't even dash our foot stone against the stone. So, Lord, we know that we are safe. We obey, obey protocol. We obey your voice. We obey your word. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for keeping us safe, for keeping us well. Hallelujah. In your holy name, use us as your vessels, Lord. Use our mouths, hallelujah, for your word, hallelujah. Lord, all those that have passed away, Lord, comfort their families. Hallelujah. Lift their families' heart, Lord. Take away the hurt and the pain, Lord. I know they will never forget. But ease that hurt and that pain. Just take it away. Not saying that they are going to just forget it, but turn that pain into something else that's comforting, to let them know that their loved ones are over in eternity. Hallelujah. They didn't just cease existing because we are spirit, so we live forever. But Lord, I ask you to lift their hearts, comfort their hearts and minds, provide the things that they need, Lord, if they are without. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, for all of those that survived last night. All of those that were healed last night. We'll put that hallelujah in the description box, Lord. I don't believe in reporting deaths. I believe in reporting life. Because in you is life. And in you is life. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. And that's what we shall continue to do. Report the survivors. Hallelujah. Many stories are coming out, Lord, of survivors. They went through, got through, and they're doing fine. And now they're donating their blood, because now their blood has antibodies in it that can save up to four people. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for that. You know what you're doing. In the name of Jesus, it is truly true that there is life, or life is in the blood. That's what I've always heard. Life is in the blood. Hallelujah. I know it was in the blood of Jesus Christ that saved all of us from our sin. Lord, all we have to do is accept it and ask you into our lives. And by the blood, we'll say salvation is free. Hallelujah. You already shed the blood and you hung your head and said it is finished. So anything that will go up against us, guess what? It can't. Because you also said no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You took care of it all on the cross, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. And we ask you to continue to let the cases go down, 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 to zero cases all over the world. This, too, we know shall pass. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Saints of God, <clears throat> yeah. We're on lockdown, yep, or what do they call it, um, quarantine in place, I call it lockdown, <laughs> but you know what, that's not a bad thing, because you can't go out in your front yard, your backyard, you still can go to the grocery store, you still can go to 
your drugstore and any restaurant that's open, you can still drive in and drive out. I prefer to cook at home unless it's Chick-fil-A. And, um, whew, yeah. Other than that, I prefer to, you know, have my meals at home. Homemade stuff. Hot stuff. Because it's much more healthier. But I don't know, y'all. I don't cook dough Chick-fil-A. Found out about Chick-fil-A's chicken noodle soup today. Woo! Cha! Anyway. Try it. They got it on their on their um, menu. Their chicken noodle soup is the bomb. Yes, I I was used to chicken noodle soup in a can when I grew up with the you know the water in it and the little grease floating on top. Uh -huh. And the little old tiny skinny noodles, uh-huh, or the little stars. Let me tell you something. And yeah, this is free advertising for Chick-fil-A. I do not get paid for saying it, but they have the best chicken noodle soup. We're going to get some more, and we're going to taste it and figure out how to make it at home. Because I love chicken noodle soup. Hallelujah. Anyway, like I said, that is not a paid commercial. They do not pay me, but I just like Chick-fil-A. Amen. Hallelujah. We're coming to you tonight out of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask Sister Stephanie to read the scripture. Okay, coming from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Train up a child in a way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Amen. Train up a child in the way that he should go, he or she, and that when he is old, look that word up, it means mature, he shall not depart from it. All right? Now is the time. Oh, this time presents so many opportunities. We always yelling and screaming, oh, uh, the days are hell. Where did the day go? My God, I can't even do this and I can't even do that. Mike, I got too much on my calendar. I got too much on my plate. Well, yeah, Lord just remedied that. <laughs> All the stuff was dumped off your plate. Now you're sitting at home. All of those who got laid off, furloughed, or they took your work, let you take your work home. Yeah. You're at home now and you got a little bit more time. That time that you spend for travel from your house to your job in the morning, use that time to pray. That time that you spend standing around a water cooler, use that time to study the Bible. That time that you spend getting ready, getting your purse ready, cleaning up your desk, getting down on the elevator, saying goodbye to all your co-workers, getting in your car, or getting on the subway, or however way you get home. That time, give it to the Lord, whether you're praying, reading the Bible, or if you got a husband and he's furloughed to, give him a back massage. Husband, do the same thing to the wife. This is the time you can take a nice long shower and wash that hair like you always wanted to. Amen? And, well, I can't do, say what I'm going to say, but uh, husband and wife, y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen? There's only one shower and two of you. Enough said. But this is the time you two can draw closer. Amen. And learn to love one another. Look in her eyes, husband. And wife, look in his eyes. Remember why you married him. Amen. Now you're with him. And you're kind of stuck in the house together. Although, they'll probably be wondering here and there, going to the store, going to the drugstore. Men are not going to stay still, still for so long. So women not going to stay still for so long. But while they're out wide, make them some homemade masks. Make them some with their favorite um, football team. Download it off of the, um, what do you call it, the internet. And get you some iron-on paper that you use to iron-on stuff on t-shirts. Get you some iron-on paper that got that Walmart. Download that emblem. Make them a mask. 
There you go. Guess what? You can do that now, and they can't sue you for trademark and um, infringement. Amen? Because everybody got to have masks. But download their favorite team picture. They're his favorite number for his favorite basketball, football, baseball, soccer, whatever. Cricket, whatever. And make them a mask to go over the face. They're using because they want to support that team. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. That's an idea for somebody. But do little things like that. Take the time to do little things like that. You can do your own with a beautiful pair of lips with lipstick on or whatever. And just make it fun. At things that seem bad, you can take it and turn it around and make an opportunity out of it. Sell those things to somebody else. You got, oh my God, you got Macari, um, you got Poshmark, you got um, Craigslist, and you can take them. They can pay you beforehand, and you can ship them to them, or those from Craigslist, you can put them out on your porch, and they come and they put the money in a little bag, or let them pay you through PayPal, put them in a nice little bag, amen, and let them come to your porch. And pick them up. You don't ever have to see them. But let them come to your porch and pick them up. Amen. But let them know that you do not have the COVID coronavirus. And let them know that nobody in your house has it. Amen. Be careful. They are your neighbors. Amen. Hallelujah. They could have to help you one day. You don't know. But I'm, I'm telling you some little things that you can do. We sit around and we complain. But there are still ways to make money out there, y'all. Amen. Plant some plants or get some plants. And, um, oh, I can't take them. What they call that? Take them and root them. There is a proper word for it, but I can't think of it right now. And then sell them. Put them out in your yard. Uh, tell, put them on Craigslist and sell them. Tell them you got basil. Uh, you got uh, parsley. You got um, sage. You can get those things already. They've already started growing in um, the farmer's market. And yeah, or, or um, you know, the little roadside places where you can go. And they got them out there now. Just go look for them and buy some plants. And I think it's called propagate. I'm not sure. Anyway, you take them, break a stem off, and you root them. And then you put them in a pot with some soil. And, and go ahead and sell them. Amen. People are looking for things like that because in the stores, believe me, <laughs> people buying that stuff up like mad. Amen. Anyway, if you have a um, dehydrator, get some fruit and dehydrate it for fruit snacks for your children. Amen. Or, you know, if they don't like regular fruit, dehydrate it. Because when they are dehydrated, they get sweeter and children love those. All right. Anyway, or just dehydrate them and your neighbors and things. As long as nobody in your house is sick, just put them. Tell them that you have dehydrated fruit. Let them know nobody in your house has corona. And they will come and get them things. And instead of selling them, why don't you go ahead and give them away? Uh-huh. The Lord will bless you for it. He blesses you to bless others. If not, your neighbors and your friend, then what about your family? Those who are close around you, tell them, come on over here. I just dehydrated some apples or some whatever, and come on over here and get some. And and let them, you know, as long as they're not sick, let them come over and get some, because you can't have small groups, remember? All right. There's so many things that we can do. Hallelujah. But, like I said, this is family time, y'all. God is saying, let the families come together. Amen? I hope you're not separated or divorced. Mm. And if you are, then guess what? Maybe this is the time that neither one of you are sick and the children are sick. You can get together. Come back for the children's sake. Come back together for the children's sake. Okay? And be there with them. He needs to help you, and she needs to help him. Amen? Hallelujah. There are so many things that can be done. 
marriages can get back together. Amen. Hallelujah. If you got children together, you should, should go ahead and go online, find a preacher, and get married. You can do it online now. They will do it right online. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on uh, Periscope. And you can do it on, um, what is that thing, um, Zoom? Yeah, right there. Call the preacher and let him perform a ceremony. And, um, oh, there's a lot I could explain about that. But I'll put it this way. Go to, uh, what is that site, Stephanie? What site? The legal site for the 501. I don't even need Christian box. What is the name of the um, site? Biblical Law Center. It's called Biblical Law Center. She's going to leave a paragraph in the description box and you'll see what I'm talking about. Anyway, long story short, um, I want you to get with your children. Read them Bible stories. Read them a Bible story, okay? Let them read it on their level. You know it. But read it to them on their level. Teach your little two-year-old to say Jesus. Teach them to say their grace. Teach them to say their prayer. See, these are times when you are going to instill or you have an opportunity to instill things in your children that they will never forget. Because when you instill them during this time, it's in them. Amen. Do it with them every time, every night. Take the time to go in our bedroom. Say, okay, it's time to pray. But come on, everybody, let's pray. And if each one of them, if you got six children with six bedrooms, bring them all together in the living room. Amen. Have them all to get down on their little knees. And you get down there with them. If you can't, if not, sit in a chair. Amen. There's no excuse, y'all. Amen. And pray with them and have them to repeat after you. After you do that for three nights, on the third night, they're all going to remember the prayer that you gave them. It doesn't have to be nothing elaborate. It could be, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the day. We thank you for my mother and my father. We thank you for our health. We thank you for our home. In the name of Jesus, amen. Teach them the same thing with their prayer. Like I said, I've had 58 foster kids. And what I did was teach them to say their grace and teach them their prayer at night. Amen. They won't go get in their bed without praying. And they won't go eat a morsel without. Because if they did, they were going to spit it back out. <laughs> and tell, ah, 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 you didn't pray. You ought to see them getting their food out of the mouth. And I would tell them, okay, let's bow our head. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for our food. Amen. Or I will say, oh, how was it? Did it go, Charlotte? Because I taught you. Um, okay. Oh, my God. It's um, saying when they're old, they won't. Anyway, I taught them to say their grace. Amen. And, of course, they may change it their way when they get bigger. But I taught them. Thank you, Father, for our food. Oh, yeah, in Jesus. the name of Jesus, amen. Yeah. See, she forgot, y'all. Well, then she I can't may remember have a, on a spot. <laughs> she may have another way now to say her, her grace. But anyway, that's what it was. Thank you, Father, for our food. In the name of Jesus, amen. Not a long grace, but they all remember that even their two-year-old, he the loudest one in the crowd, he would say, he would not get up there without saying, thank you, Lord, for my food, Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> oh, that is so cute. And he would look at me like, yeah. Anyway, it was so wonderful to see from the 10, 11-year-old all the way down to the 2-year-old say their grace. And if the 1-year-old could talk, they would say it too. They may not, you may not be, understand, be able to understand what they say. But guess what? They can put their little hands up there to take you know, You see what I'm saying? Anyway, it's so wonderful to have your children around. I know they getting on your nerves. But guess what? Now, 
They're at home. They're not being bullied. Amen. Hallelujah. None of the boys are going to feel on their little girls. Uh-huh. That happens in school, too. There's a lot of things that happen in public school that get past the teacher's eye, but the children know, but they're scared to tell you when they get home. Oh, I could tell you some stories, especially about high school kids. Uh-huh. Went through some of that mess. Uh-huh. Never told my mama because I was scared she was going to get mad. But I remember, but thank God, God was on my side, y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, we're not going down that road. Even out to some of the school bus drivers. <laughs> yes, sir. They were teaching the kids things that they should not learn. Be careful who your school bus driver is. Get to know them. And tell your children and let them let you know what they talked about while they were on that school bus. Mm-hmm. It's things that go on in public schools y'all have no idea about. Amen. That's why I say, if I ever had to do it all over again at this age, I doubt it. But then, who knows, maybe I'll homeschool my great-grandkids. Amen. God, nothing is impossible. Because I didn't get to homeschool my grandkids. I babysat them when they were smaller. I was their babysitter. They learned to pray. They knew Jesus. Amen. They're grown now. And they know Jesus. They can't say they don't know. We were the ones that baptized them. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yes, we were. Anyway, long story short, take this opportunity, not only for yourself, and if you're single, and for yourself, girl. Man, if you're single, learn how to cut your toenails. Amen. Learn how to soak your feet. Learn how to get in that shower mm, and talk to the Lord. All right? Learn how to condition that hair. Go buy you some condition. Condition that hair. If you don't have any, get up there in that mirror and shine that head with some baby oil. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. I, ain't nothing wrong with bald. Bald is sexy. Yeah, I said that. Bald is sexy. Amen. So there's nothing wrong with it. But if you got them little curls, I like them too. Mm-hmm. If you got them little tight curls and hey, you put them in order, ain't nothing wrong with that. Learn to cut your own hair. Uh-huh. Because most of you can't get to a barber now. Am I right? Learn how to clip your own hair. Because you don't know what's going to happen down the road. Now is a perfect time to go on YouTube. You got it on that. How to cut African-American hair. How to cut Caucasian hair. You got a girlfriend, you got a wife, let her cut it. Or do like some of the men are doing. Some of the police officers say they did a mohawk. That's the only thing they knew how to do. Uh, mohawk. Whatever you do, do it for yourself. Learn to do it for yourself. YouTube is full of how to. Get a YouTube, do what they say. See how it looks. You got time for the girl if you make a mistake. All right. Amen. One of my um YouTube friends decided to that was my bed. What, what color was her hair? Purple. Blue. Blue. She had a little bit of blue dye for something. And she came up there with blue dye in her hair. But that lifted up her day and everybody loved it. Because it really didn't look blue. It looked a pretty well, I guess it's a pretty light blue. Uh, I mean, any color you want. You know, you can use Kool-Aid. All right? Hallelujah. Now, you you, you African-American girls, don't try that because it ain't going to work. If your hair is black, it ain't going to work. All right. But, you Caucasian girl, you want a little spice to your hair, put some Kool-Aid in your hair. It will turn it whatever color that Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid is. Red, green. And you, 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 um, African-American girl, you want some? Um, well, I can't say if you can, I don't even know if you can go to the wig shops or whatever. But, um, hmm. if you got any blonde doll babies in there, cut some of that hair out. Put it on a piece of scotch tape. Put it in the Kool-Aid and take it, put a braid in your hair. And sew that scotch tape and that hair to your braid. Comb it through it. 
and there you go. Good idea? There you go. All right. You can do your thing. You want a little color in your hair? Do that. Amen? Make yourself look a little special. Make yourself feel a little special. You and your daughter get in there and do that. Amen? Hallelujah. There's so many things that you can do. But the Bible says to train up a child in the way they should go. So that when they are old or mature, they won't depart from it. Now is the time. While we still got some time because everybody's hankering to break loose. But here in Virginia and other states, they're saying wait until May the 1st or May the 12th or whatever. Because they don't want a resurgence of this disease. Amen. This dis-ease. Because that's what it is. It's a dis-ease of the body. Your body is not at ease when you get that man. So it's a dis-ease. Anyway, do little things with your children. Women, teach your boys and your girls to make cookies. Get the recipe off of YouTube or go to all recipes. Find a recipe. You're going to the grocery store anyway. Get them. They got the ready-made cookies. Teach them to make cookies. Teach them to cook. All right? Uh-huh. I'm getting so tired of these young girls getting up, 18 years old, and don't know how to cook. Why? But mama never told them. Well, I can guarantee you all mine knew how to cook because I taught them. And who taught me? Well, that's another story. I looked at my mom while she was cooking, but she never taught me. I actually made a whole lot of mistakes. But then I met someone who loved me enough to teach me how to cook. And I learned how to make biscuits and oh, all kinds of things. Amen. Then I married someone who was a cook. And I learned more from him. So that's how I learned to cook, y'all. Amen. Anyway, teach them how to cook. Doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Just something that they're going to survive on so they won't starve to death or had to go stay up under some woman to have her to cook for them just to have her to cook for them. Amen. You can teach them how to boil an egg and how many minutes it. Oh, God. Do you know how to cook, Mama? Daddy? If not, go on YouTube. Yeah, it's there. Or go on um, Instagram. Yeah, it's there. Whoa, I hadn't thought about that. You may not know how to cook. But teach them how to stay out the fast food restaurant. They're okay in a pinch, but no. Because they'll grow up fat, overweight, and sick with all of that food from those fast food restaurants. Amen. That stuff is fattening. Have you seen the calories in that stuff? But now is the time to teach them not only how to pray, how to read the word, teach them about every character in that Bible that you can for this time. Amen. You find Bible story, Bible book. You find Bible stories on um, YouTube. Make sure it's something that you believe in. You look at it first. Amen. Whatever your religion is, find your one and there's a Bible study on there. Amen. I choose to believe in Jesus because he is the only way. Because the Bible said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. If I offend you, I'm sorry, but I know what the Bible says. Amen. Hallelujah. But teach them about God. Teach them the word. Let them memorize little scriptures like Jesus wept. Yeah, that's a little scripture, but when they say Jesus wept, they're going to ask and say, well, why did Jesus weep? Mom, why did they say that? Why did they say Jesus wept? What that mean? You can explain it to them, and you can explain to them. You go find it. Then explain to them that it was when he went to, when he found out, well, he, it's not that he didn't know, but he saw the grief of the people. And it said Jesus wept just before he raised Lazarus from the dead. Oh, that's a good story. Yes, it is. Put it in a childlike language so that they won't be afraid. Amen. I say all this to say one thing. This is an opportunity you have to get closer to your family. No arguing. No fussing. No strife. Okay, I know you don't like one another because you haven't spent any time with one another. 
but calm that stuff down. Amen. Make up in your mind, parents, make up in your mind, children, that this is going to be a good time for my family. We may be on lockdown, but we're going to be in lockdown with love. And I'm going to teach my children the ways that my mother and my father taught me. If you didn't have a father, then your mother or your grandmother. Teach them the things that they taught you, whether it be cooking, the Bible, wisdom, how to braid hair. Uh-huh. I didn't know how to braid, so I bought my children a uh, uh, Barbie doll head, and they both learned how to braid from that Barbie doll head. Because I was not a braider, man, I tell you. But they taught themselves. And then after they taught themselves, that I learned. I looked at what they were doing, and I learned. Because when my children, when my daughter, my oldest daughter was um, younger, no, I didn't braid her. Well, yeah, I did. Later on, I did. So I can't say I didn't know how to braid. But I used to give her what was called plaques with the little bows on the end. You braid it and then put a bow on the end, uh-huh. But after a while, I learned how to, um, what is that called, Sean? It's braiding, right? We used to call it a planning. Mm -hmm. It's braiding. Yeah, I did. I learned how to do it, but it was loose. But then I looked at the ones that my younger children were doing. Them things were so tight, and I learned how to do that. Amen? I can't, still can't do it on my own hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm still plaiting my own hair, y'all. Yeah, I braid and uh-uh. I can't do that on my own hair. I don't know. My hands won't work that way. But mothers, teach your girls how to braid. Amen. Hallelujah. If you can't do it, then just teach them just how to groom themselves, how to keep their teeth clean. Amen. Hallelujah. How to take a little tiny bit of Vaseline, put it on the end of those eyelashes, and you'll never have to wear a fake eyelash in your life. Amen. Use the whatever uh, oil or, or, or grease you use on the hand, put just a little bit on the end of those eyelashes and just teach them to just pull it out a little and it will keep them soft. Or do that with the conditioner that you put in the hair. Make sure they don't get it in the eye. And it will you ought to see your eyelashes when you do that because it makes them kind of separate a little and they got the prettiest eyelashes. Just little things like that, amen, that y'all didn't know, did you? Uh-huh. If y'all look at my eyelashes when you see me on camera, yeah, I got some beautiful eyelashes because of what I do, I, because of what I learned to do. And, of course, my eyebrows, well, that's another story. But I just refused to cut them because my mama had these eyebrows, my grandmother had these eyebrows, my great-grandmother had these eyebrows, my daughter has these eyebrows, and my granddaughters have these same eyebrows. I just refuse to cut them. I used to, but I love them now, and I learned how to take my shampoo and my conditioner and put it in it, shampoo them, condition them, and you'll keep them nice and shiny, and, and whatever oil you put on your head, just a dab of do you. And those eyebrows, yeah, they will stay put until you get in that shower the next day. And they will be so pretty. People look, ooh, you got such pretty eyebrows. Thank you. Haven't shaved them in a while. And I know they out of shape. But they're going to remain that way. Amen. This is me. This is what God gave me. Amen. For so many years, I would shave them, arch them. Yeah. And I think I got gray in my left one. And I let that stay in y'all. I got a strand of gray anyway. I let it stay right there. I used to pluck that thing out. Guess what? It's back. Standing up louder than ever, but that's okay. That's me. Amen. I learned to love me. Now, makeup, I don't do because it's got so many chemicals in it. And I'm beginning to study things that I didn't study before. And I'm learning that makeup, when that stuff goes in your pores, it can cause autoimmune diseases. Oh, I'll call out some one day, but not right now. But anyway, teach them to love themselves as they are. You don't need a whole glob of makeup on your face. And I turn around one minute and look at you and look at me like, Oh, who are you? They don't need that. 
If your lips are not red, you don't need no red lips. Amen. Uh -huh. Oh, I had red. I had purple. I had beige. I had brown. Remember, downtown brown. Uh-huh. All y'all that used that, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All that went in track. Boom. Because I found out the chemicals that was in that mess. And that mess was going down to my bloodstream. Woo! Anyway. I'm not going to name any names out. But learn them to love themselves the way they are. Now, uh, I, I, that's me. You know? I'm me. At this age, hey, I ain't trying to get nobody. Amen? If they don't like me the way that I am, then that's your tough look, man. Because I'm a good woman. And to have me, you got a treasure. Amen. You got a diamond. And I don't mean a diamond in a room. I mean a pure diamond with many wonderful facets. But let me tell you something. If you don't like me without makeup, then you need many to say bye-bye. Amen. Anyway, let me go because Sister Stephanie's making noise over there. I guess that's my cue to get off. But what I'm saying is this, parents, teach your children. Now, take this opportunity to teach your children if you have children. If you don't have children, then teach yourself something. Now, I'm going to put a, a group in the description box where you can go and you can get taught just about anything you want to. I think it's called Udemy or Udemy. Um, Sister Stephanie is taking her... Um, computer course on there. She's taking another computer course. And um, mine is podcasting. So go on Udemy and take that. We'll leave the link in the description box. But like I said, I, I will be on here for so long, I tell you. But I heard the little thing over there, the little whatever she was dropping or moving or whatever. And that's my cue to get off here. Let us go before the throne of grace. What I'm saying, like I said, is use this time for your advantage to your advantage. Amen? Use this time to better yourself. Learn to do same things that you never did before. My daughter is going to college. My oldest daughter is using this time to go to college. Her classes are online. They used to meet up at the college, but now they're doing everything online. And she's learning how to crochet. She's going to crochet her mama a blanket. And she's going to crochet her grandkids, which are going to be my great-grandkids, uh, some blankets. And she's going to have the time to do it. Amen. So learn a new skill. Learn a new art. Go somewhere and get some paper and paint. Go to Walmart. Get some paper and paint or draw. Something you've always wanted to do but never had the time to do. Paint your nails today. Do one green, one blue, one yellow, and then reverse tomorrow. Whatever. Do the things you've always wanted to do but didn't have time to do. Amen. Husband, love that wife. Wife, love your husband. Parents, love your children. Amen. Don't forget grandma and grandpa. Call them. Say, hey, do a um, Zoom with them so they can see your face. Whatever it takes. Keep your family, your friends your neighbors, your co-workers together. Amen. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry, and I am your host, Evangelist Portia Macaiva, along with Sister Stephanie, my co-host, and my uh, reminder to get my mouth off here and shut up. <laughs> anyway, let us go before the throne of grace in closing prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, and we glorify your name, Lord. Lord, teach us to, hallelujah, stay in place like the governors has told them. Teach us to be very cautious about stepping out right away, Lord. Hallelujah, because this stuff is still spreading. But, Lord, also teach us to get closer to you by reading your word, by studying your word. Hallelujah. Lord, teach us to love one another. Teach the wife to get to know her husband all over again, Lord. Hallelujah. Teach the husband to get to know his wife all over again. Let them sit down and talk to one another. For once, Lord, for once, hallelujah. Lord, let them talk to their children and teach their children or their grandchildren or their foster children, whichever way they have. 
Lord, don't let them forget their grandparents and their great-grandparents. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Lord, pull the families together. Pull the neighbors together. The co-workers and the friends together, Lord. We thank you, Father. This is the time to come together in peace. Hallelujah. And in solidarity. Hallelujah. Solidarity, rather. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And we can do this, and when we come out of this, it will remain. The world will be closer and kinder, Lord. Yeah, we got little breakouts here and there, Lord. But we ask you to calm them down and let the cops catch them. Calm them down and let them just be what they're supposed to be, Lord. For the spirit of peace on earth, Lord. Hallelujah. I know there's a spirit of anxiousness out there. Everybody want to get back to work. I get that. But, Lord, put a spirit of peace in their minds and in their heart. And, Lord, when the time comes for us to go back out in full business, in full view, out of our houses and out in our neighborhoods and wherever else and traveling, Lord, hallelujah, let there be peace. Hallelujah. But let there be a closeness and a friendliness also. Hallelujah. Keep us safe, Lord. Guide our footsteps. Let us do the right things, Lord. Hallelujah. In your holy name we pray. Pray. Bless us, Lord. And cap your angels around us. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Bless each and every listening here, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Let them take some of the hint. Lord, hallelujah, let them listen, hallelujah, because it doesn't have to be hard. I know, hallelujah, about this shortage of money, Lord, but bless each and every one of them. Let money come from somewhere, Lord, hallelujah. They got the farmers now, hallelujah, who are giving the food that they were getting ready to toss away to the food bank. Lord, there's no shame in going to a food bank, hallelujah. Let the farmers touch the farmer's heart, and instead of tossing their milk, and tossing the vegetables and the cabbage and the potato. Lord, let them donate them to the food banks. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, so that your people will have food to eat. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let each of us who have, hallelujah, go to the food bank. Go buy food. Go give it to the food bank. Hallelujah. So that the people in our neighborhoods who don't have can go there and get. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, amen. Saints, we will talk to you, what, tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Saturday? Tomorrow's Friday. Oh, well, tomorrow night for our evening scripture and prayer. Then don't forget us on Saturday morning, live with Jesus. Um, and we are on, um, what is the title? Uh, how to keep your temple. Okay, how to keep your temple. Amen. Because the Bible says uh, that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times we don't keep our temples right. We put all kind of mess on it. We put all kind of mess in it. Then the temple breaks down. Then the spirit got to leave that temple because you didn't. Amen? Because you didn't take care of the temple. But the Bible says, hallelujah, that if you don't take care of that temple, if you destroy that temple, then God will destroy you. So that's what we're doing on Saturday mornings. Last week we were coming with the styrofoam cups, forks and plastic forks and all that kind of stuff. Next week, I forgot what it was, but we'll see. Hallelujah. Um, but we'll be there. Oh, microwave. Yes. Oh, I want to tell you about your microwave. I know they're quick, fast, and in a hurry, but you need to get as far away from them. You're going to use them. Get as far away from them as possible while you're microwaving. Amen. Because did you know that you get microwave poisoning? Mm-hmm. Learn about that on Saturday morning live with Jesus. See you then. Hallelujah. It's at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday morning. We'll see you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. For our evening scripture and prayer. And I think tomorrow night is Sister Stephanie. Am I right? 
Okay, I want to make sure I'm right. Yeah. Okay. It'll be Sister Stephanie tomorrow night. She's going to have something good for you. So, have a good evening. Love you all. Love one another. For love is of God. God is love. So, be what he is. And love one another. Don't forget to read your word. Amen. Read the word. Read God's word. Get it in your heart. Get it in your mind. Amen. Read. Husband, read to your wife. Wife, read to your husband. And both of y'all read to the kids. Amen. Then teach them to read to you. This is a time like we may not ever get again. If you've got a family, get close to them. Draw close to them. Too many things out here. So, you know, you can't. You say, well, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Call them on the phone. Get on Zoom. Have a family reunion on Zoom, y'all. Amen. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Hallelujah. Hey, that's a good idea for me. But have a family reunion on Zoom. You can get them in. Come on. Get closer to your family. But most of all, get closer to God. God loves you. So do I. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Thank you.